if you have any sort of awareness to your soul contract, I think it's definitely something you can utilize as basically a tool to kind of lean into when you're struggling with your faith or trust in the universe and its power. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you are here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally, and achieve your dreams. And you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another amazing episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I am so thrilled to have you here with me today, and I have to say this is my third time attempting to record this podcast. I am definitely going into this subject very blind. I want to first and foremost say that this is not a normal Do The Damn Thing podcast in the essence of I'm trying to come to you guys as knowledge that I've learned and profess it to you in a way of an expert, you know, under the intentionality genre. This is very much so going to be a podcast where I kind of just share what I've learned thus far on a subject that I'm still very new to. But I want to share this with you because I believe I have seen very clearly how my own personal soul contract has shown up in my life. And I'm realizing this on a day that's been a little tougher than the last couple. I woke up with a bit of anxiety this morning and just like really struggled to get through my morning. But I always get into such a good flow when I record my podcast. So I was really excited to do this one and at the same time really challenge myself to record a podcast that was definitely or is definitely outside of my comfort zone. But I just want to share with you guys why I think soul contracts and having, I guess, maybe even a mild grasp on your own is important and functions to serve our higher selves. Because if you have any sort of awareness to your soul contract, I think it's definitely something you can utilize as basically a tool to kind of lean into when you're struggling with your faith or trust in the universe and its power. So What I'm saying is this morning when I was having a bit of anxiety, I just couldn't stop thinking about like, what if this doesn't work out? What if something goes wrong with, you know, what my mind was on the subject of? I just kept going back to this moment of, no, Lauren, you just have to trust. You just have to trust. And what I believe to be my soul contract popped into my head. And I was like, if this is really true, which I 100% believe it to be, there is no way that the situation I'm thinking of could actually go wrong because this is what I'm meant to do. There are ways that we can deter from our quote, you know, destiny or fate. And I think there are ways we can elongate a process to get there. You know, sometimes the road, or I guess not even sometimes, I would say more often than not, the road to get from where we are now to where we want to be is certainly not straight and 10 feet away. It's this long, winding, uphill, downhill. It starts to rain and, you know, it gets a little chaotic and it takes us a while to get to point B or to the end of that road that we're trying to work on. But either way, if you have the faith and the trust that eventually, you know, the road will end and you'll get to where you're going, you know, it, I guess the middle part, it doesn't really matter. In essence, the middle is just the lesson to get to the destiny, to get to the manifestation, to get to your fate, to get to your goal or wherever you want to be. 
So when I was thinking about this this morning, thinking, you know, okay, even if I really just lost a lot of faith right now in the universe and in the universe's power to help me, how would I feel if I still fully believed that this is what I'm meant to do? And I feel like the two really coincide together. You can't have one without the other. Because if you believe in destiny and you believe in your soul contract, then you believe in the universe supporting you to get there because your destiny and your purpose here on this earth makes the world a better place, right? So if you believe that what you're meant here to do will show other people that they're capable of achieving, you know, whatever their dreams are, or you just show up for yourself every single day and you work hard and you you're happy and you fill the world with more joy and more love in essence that's our essential purpose each day is to educate ourselves and to love more and learn more and be happy and blissful and abundant so if you essentially believe that that sort of baseline foundation is your soul contract which i believe it is for pretty much everyone then you can always lean on your faith in the universe so when I was struggling this morning I was thinking about my soul contract and I want to tell you guys what I think mine is because like I said I'm still learning a lot about the kind of science behind soul contracts so I don't think that's where I should really lean this podcast into because um, I don't want to like accidentally say anything that's not correct Um, eventually I'm sure I could update this podcast and offer you guys more of the science behind it but as of right now I just want to use this podcast sort of as a moment to have a truly genuine conversation with you guys about more of the actual living of the intentional living rather than the message or lessons of intentionality. I hope that makes sense, but it's kind of where I'm leading this podcast to and I'm just going to you know roll with it because I feel like that's what's best for me right now. When we're learning about soul contracts, when I started first learning about this, I was completely, I would say, against this idea. And I learned about soul contracts, I want to say, from a friend of mine in college. And I think we were juniors when I started learning about this stuff. So this was long before I had even thought of let alone started my intentional living journey my true and genuine healing journey healing my grief and my trauma etc so I learned about soul contracts and essentially what this woman told me was you come into this life knowing exactly how it's going to unfold now we ourselves our subconscious and conscious mind don't have access to this information but it is written in our soul so this our soul the literal essence of who we are the light that lives within us knows exactly how our lives are going to unfold but we prescribe to the knowledge of risk and scarcity and happiness and joy and etc all the emotions because our conscious and subconscious mind don't have access to that information or that you know destiny or fate so she told me about this and I started learning about it and I thought it was I'm gonna be completely honest here I thought it was complete bullshit I was like, why would I ever come into this earth choosing to lose my brother? Why would my parents ever come onto this earth choosing to lose a child? Which, you know, I'll point out, there have been several studies done that have deemed losing a child the literal worst pain you can ever feel in your life. And I knew that at the time. 
And I was like, why would anyone ever make these choices? You know, even like past traumas that I had gone through that were more little T traumas um, before I lost my brother. I was like, why would I ever choose to ever go through anything like that? But, you know, I, I prescribed that idea for a while. Then, you know, as we all know, I started my intentional living journey and my healing journey and blah, blah, blah. And I started revisiting this idea of soul contracts because, you know, as I grew more in touch with who I am in my essence, you know, growing more in touch with my soul and my connection to divine power in the universe, I started realizing or maybe even just little tidbits of acknowledgement where I may have chosen to live this life. And I would say, you know, kind of with EFT, I went all the way back to the beginning. So I hope you guys are well versed in EFT now that I've had Valerie on the podcast, but I'll just give a really quick tidbit in case this is your first time popping on. When you practice emotional freedom tapping, the thing you want to do with a core emotion. So let's say you are feeling a lot of anxiety right now and you've been going through this you know, anxiety plummet for the last several months, what you would want to do or what I would coach you through is going back to the very first memory you have of experiencing anxiety. And as you heal that very first memory, you are healing every memory on that neural pathway that prescribes to this notion of I feel anxious right now, right? So kind of just like that approach with EFT, I started thinking about, okay, where do I see like, what I believe my purpose is to be here showing up in my life previously. I have always, and and I'll say this to boast about myself, this is just very true for me. I have always known at my very, very core that I was meant for something more. It's not just that I could dream big. It's not just that I wanted enormous things and wanted to achieve, you know, so much. I have just always known my like the strongest intuitive hit I have ever had in my life is the knowledge that I belong doing something more. I've never really attempted to define what more exactly means. You know, it's a very objective term, but I've just always said that. And several dozen other people have said that to me. You're meant for more. And there have been things in my life that have shown me that. So I don't think I've ever shared this on this podcast. Um, But when I was a young girl, I want to say I was nine, I believe, when I first won, I used to compete in pageants. (laughs) Now, they were not beauty pageants. I used to compete in the National American Miss pageants. And they are essentially all about, you know, raising like young, impactful women. And that's what I was attempting to do. So when I was nine, I was crowned Miss Florida and it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. And I think that that is probably, you know, on the same where you do with EFT going back to like a negative neural pathway. I think that's one of the first like incredibly wildly positive neural pathways I have that is basically like intellectual proof to me that I belong doing something again, quote, more, right? So that was an amazing experience in my life. It was such a incredible boost of confidence for such a young woman. And it made me believe, and I, I remember thinking this being so young, like 
maybe I can be impactful. Maybe I can be what people have told me I can be or what I tell people I want to be. Maybe it really is possible, which again is a lot like EFT, you know, maybe just maybe I can do this. Maybe just maybe it's allowed to be easy. You know, all of this, all of this stuff we can dream up is possible because it has existed in some way, somehow in this life before. It's almost nearly impossible, and this has been scientifically proven, to think of something, quote, new, right? Everything we do, everything we have, everything we want has been born from something exactly the same or something similar. And that's why this concept of the multi-universe is so approachable that I've talked about before in the Quantum Leaping podcast that... We have such big dreams and we can, we have the ability to dream so big because we have such a vast universe of experiences and things available to us. So if you prescribe to the idea of a multi-universe where whatever you desire exists in, you know, another universe a year from now, you have the ability to quantum jump to that as long as you continue taking action and continue fulfilling your destiny. So when I was beginning to look into soul contracts once again from a most certainly different perspective in different light, I was getting more and more on board with the idea because if I knew, and I'm breaking this down in the most simple terms, and I get, I'll definitely say that this is a path we all have to take at our own pace because I do believe that if you prescribe to the idea of a soul contract, it does require a lot of acceptance. But I will say this for me. As I begin to really ruminate in, on this idea of if I am built for more, if I am here, my purpose here on this earth in this three-dimensional universe is to be more, and I knew what that meant to me, I would not be able to fulfill that purpose if I hadn't gone through the things I've gone through. I would not be able to sit here and say these things to you guys and have this platform to share with you guys and my coaching and my blog and everything that I do. I would not be able to have this stuff if I hadn't gone through both the best and most horrible moments in my life. The words that I would be saying, let's say that I did have this platform in another universe in which these, you know, horrible situations did not exist. Everything that I would be saying would be different and have a different connotation to it. My fate, my destiny, which is, of course, interwoven with thousands and thousands of other people, specifically, you know, my loved ones, my parents and my brother, my destiny has unfolded so that I could show up in a bigger and better way, more important, more in tune, more in touch with the concept of not just reality, but with manifesting and with overcoming the darkest, most hurtful moments in our lives to live more intentionally. And and I, I can still see where I struggle with this idea. And I think where I still have resistance to soul contracts is really around this idea of like selfishness for me because then again like I said it does require a lot of acceptance and I think this this is where I haven't maybe accepted the idea of soul contracts is if I prescribe to this idea for myself then that means I do prescribe to it for everyone else and that means that I on some level must agree that my brother 
also had a soul contract. I believe that a part of my acceptance with my grief, and I worked on this a lot with Valerie, reaching a point of belief that my brother, his soul contract, so that I could learn these lessons and I could be sort of the conduit for intentional living for all of you and for healing deep, emotional, traumatizing grief. He allowed me to experience these things so that I could learn from them and share those messages with the world. That's what I've chosen to believe. I think that if I choose to prescribe to the notion that I have a soul contract and me existing here right now recording this podcast is fulfilling that soul contract, I also have to believe that that is true for everyone else. And, you know, when we expand that perspective, that goes for all of the horrible people on this earth. But that also goes back to one of the messages that I have just been pushing so much lately on this podcast and on my other platforms And really, that's just been showing up in my life so consistently over the last several months, I think definitely since I moved, is that if if there was no bad in this world, we wouldn't know good, you know? I've always wondered about this idea of utopic universes and, you know, just the idea of like a utopia in general. There are a lot of pretty good movies that illustrate this idea of utopia well, and most of them end up you know, going wrong somehow. But let's just, let's entertain this idea for a second. Let's just say that in another multi-universe that exists, the world was perfect. And again, this is, you know, perfect is a very objective term, but let's just say for the sake of ease, we describe perfect as everyone is provided for. There's no death. There's no illness. There's no hurt. There's no pain. Everyone is abundant and healthy and happy and joyful and Everyone is friends with everyone and there's no issues. There's no, you know, debate. There's no nothing. Everything is perfect. Everyone's on the same page. There are two things that I realize with that potential universe existing. One, we would not know we existed in a perfect universe because there would be no bad. So there would always be room for improvement because we think that things aren't ever good enough. And that's literally in our human nature. However, and this is the really weird part that like boggles my mind, because we would all be on the exact same page and live the exact same life, essentially, we would think that there was no way to actually improve. So without the trauma, without the grief, without the hurt, the pain, without everything that we perceive as negative in this lived reality... There would be no room for improvement because we wouldn't have the situation to improve from. I really hope that makes sense, but let me give you an example. So in another universe, if I believe in the multi-universe, which I do, there is a universe that exists in which I've never gone through trauma, right? I never lost my brother. I've never been assaulted. I've never experienced other deaths in my life. My parents are still together, blah, blah, blah. You know, any little T, big T traumas I've never experienced. I would not, and I can say this very, very confidently, I would not, that version of myself would not have the knowledge to have this platform 
to share this message. I would have absolutely no idea what it means to live intentionally. I I would have absolutely no idea what it means to heal trauma. Therefore, I would not be the person to be more or share a bigger, more important, higher level message because I wouldn't know what that message would be, right? Because I hadn't experienced the things that led me to this moment in my life. So if you go back to this idea of a utopia, I really hope this is making sense. This is definitely like a stream of consciousness podcast. I'm going into this blind, kids. So if you go back to this idea of a utopic universe, you can understand where there would be this like lack of equilibrium because we would both a desire improvement and b lack the ability to actually improve because there's no baseline for improvement everything would be constantly perfect and constantly you know working at exactly as it should be and that goes for you know human nature as well meaning that we would not be able to experience the bad things in life that let us learn the lessons to improve right Going back to soul contracts now, I hope this is all kind of coming together in one cohesive thought. But if you look at the purpose of a soul contract and you immediately go to the argument of, no, I cannot believe this. There's no way I would ever choose to live this life because X, Y, and Z has happened to me. I encourage you, you know, in a very comfortable and compassionate way to reflect on who you think you would be had you not gone through those lessons and those experiences. I understand that this is a very difficult mindset to approach. And again, I do not take this lightly and I do not think you should as well. This is something to take with a grain of salt at certain periods of time as you continue going through your own personal healing journey. However, my point to this entire podcast is to say, Because I have prescribed to this idea that I have a soul contract here on this earth and I have figured out that my purpose here on this planet and in this lifetime is to help expand the vast knowledge, experience, and intentionality of this universe with anyone I can reach it to, then I understand that to do so, I had to go through what I have gone through. And that goes for the people in my life as well. I would not be who I am without any person that has ever been in my life and existed in my life, nor would I be this person without the experiences they have helped me live, both good and bad. So as you journey into this adventure of soul contracts and understanding what yours is and why you're here and why you've gone through what you've gone through, again, I encourage you to do so with so much compassion and so much love for yourself. I also encourage you to look at the ways maybe you haven't shown up for yourself that haven't been, I guess, a good reflection of your soul contract. You know, so for me, those are the mistakes that I've made in my life. You know, things that I in the past would regret. I do believe that I'm moving forward in my life with no regrets. And that's a really big thing for me to say, given that one of my biggest pieces of grief with my brother was all of the regret. But I can even look at some of the smaller moments in my life where I showed up as someone I wasn't proud of, right? 
And that definitely takes me back to a lot of high school and college memories, you know, actions I took that or things I said that to me were defensive, but were actually a way of me showing my insecurity and just trying to protect myself, right, from actual healing or actual growth. So when we have the ability to confront these past memories, good, bad, you know, trauma, whatever, when you have the ability to reflect on those in a way of I did these things or these things happened in my life so that I could be here right now to fulfill my soul contract, it is so, so empowering. It really, truly is. And I feel like I'm getting really emotional right now because, you know, I really doubted this this morning. I was having some trouble. But I know beyond a shadow of a doubt exactly what my purpose is on this planet. And when I know those things, I also know, you know, the two thoughts definitely come in a package deal. I also know that the universe is backing my every move and is always supporting me and I am always protected even when I am going through the hard moments, even when I'm going through something difficult. And to know that is to truly feel so protected and so divinely guided and so loved. Even if you feel so incredibly lonely at this moment, which, you know, I'm not saying that I am, but it's it's definitely been something I've struggled with a little bit now that I'm living on my own. If you struggle with any negative emotions right now, being able to remind yourself of the fact that the universe is always showing up for you and you every day are always showing up to fulfill your soul contract you have so much more freedom over your mind and over your thoughts and you are so empowered to believe that every action you take is so that you can further fulfill your purpose here And I think that that's a good place to end it. This is going to be one of the shorter podcasts. But honestly, (laughs) if I'm just going to be really honest here, I think I recorded this really for me in the moment. But I really hope that this message hits home for you guys. I think that every single one of us has a purpose and has a destiny here. And when you fulfill your purpose as you continue to do so every single day, You are showing up in a way that makes the universe and makes this world a better place. And I understand that it's easy to see the heartache and the difficulties in the world every single day. We have such easy access to news and politics and war and trauma in this life. And it it is all very consuming and very difficult to navigate. However, without those things, we would not know the pure good and love and joy that does exist in this world at the exact same moment. I encourage you to find ways you can continue to heal and understand that as you heal, you are fulfilling your soul contract here, your purpose and your destiny. You are all so loved and so supported and so divinely guided. And I hope that you understand that and can see that every day of your life even when it feels like it's a little extra further away. So that's what I've got for you guys today. This felt like a very emotional podcast, but as always, my hope is to show up for you guys and be honest and open and grow together and live intentionally together. 
So that's what I've got for you guys. You know the spiel. I love you all so dearly and I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.